Hi. Hello. I'm Allie. I'm Hannah. And you're listening to What's, What's on, on Your Mind. Your mind? You, every week you sound sadder and sadder to be here. <laughs> What's on your mind? Is it because we're not together in person? Uh, yeah, <laughs> it is. Actually, yeah, I mean, it's it's not it, it like doesn't feel weird that we're doing this now, but it's still not familiar and it's still like, oh, not seen you in four days. <laughs> five, five days. Oh, gosh. Yeah. Honestly, no, four, four. I saw you Sunday morning. Yeah, that's true. It, it's funny because it feels like longer. Yeah. Just because like the separation between play and work is so huge, especially when you're studying that, like when I, when you guys leave, my brain like closes everything off that happened. And then I'm like, okay, back to this essay. It's like, it never happened. (laughs) Right. Well, it's also because, I mean, we saw each other every day basically because we worked in the same, in the same workplace. We, we, We worked for the same company and we live in the same neighborhood so and like we're best friends so (laughs) So, like if I wasn't working with you I was playing with you (laughs) yeah and sometimes uh, there was probably there was probably only one day a week where I wouldn't see you yeah and usually like even if I didn't see you around the school we would take the bus home together at least right and even if we would sleep on the bus like you were still there (laughs) yeah right exactly (laughs) It all takes time, I suppose. Yes, it does. I'm also <laughs> tired after work. That's why I'm maybe a little bit low, low energy. <laughs> low energy is okay. I, I've been listening to this new podcast. Um, we never talk about other podcasts, which I, I don't feel don't. like is our job because we don't make any money from this. But <laughs> right. <laughs> <laughs> but I've been listening to um, on iHeartRadio. Oh, what's it called? Um, I think it's called Things You Should Know. It's really mm-hmm. popular. Do you know that one? Uh, I, I think I've heard of it. Stuff not... you should know. Stuff you should know. Stuff you should know. I'm not sure. There's two guys who are usually the hosts, though, and like they're so mellow. Mm-hmm. Like I'm ne- at first, it kind of irritated me because <laughs> we are not so mellow, or at least no. I'm not. So <laughs> I was like, oh man, like I don't want to sit here because they take like long pauses and they speak very slowly. I was like, mm-hmm. I don't, this is a waste of my time. And then the other podcast I listen to the most is Getting Curious by Jonathan Van Ness. And anyone who knows JVN, you know, he's just the furthest from mellow, the furthest from mellow <laughs> in, the best, in the best way possible. Yeah. Um, but he talks a million miles an hour. So it was just so, so enthusiastic about everything. Yeah. And, yeah. and, uh, and I love that, but I was, so mm. I was like really disoriented when I listened to that podcast, but then after like three episodes, I was like, yeah, I can be a bit more nice. chill. <laughs> we can be a bit more mellow. Mm-hmm. Although my topic for this week might get us riled up. Oh, really? I mean, mine's eerie. I mean, mine, mine might get people <laughs> riled up, you know, my, my, my very small cultural corner um, might get people riled up in a, in a way that maybe is similar or maybe dissimilar to yours. I'm not sure. <laughs> Interesting. I wonder if you're going to talk about something because we didn't, I didn't mention what I was talking about this week. No, I, I have no be. idea. I almost Let's feel see. like maybe it's this, it's the same starting point. I'll probably say mine and you're like, what the heck? What, the, what do you even mean by riled up? But I'll explain it. Okay. In my very, in my very, <laughs> you, you know, the way, I, you know, the way my mind works. It, honestly, it could be anything. <laughs> That's true. 
I do pull some true. I do pull some bullshit out of my head sometimes. <laughs> I mean, we there have been so many times where I'm certain we have the same thing planned and it's never <laughs> I think to this day it's never happened. No, never. <laughs> never. Okay, well why don't so the word of the week is yogurt. Yes, yogurt and what is your culture corner for this week? So I went along the fermentation route. I, uh, I I worried that your face was going to go what for a second. <laughs> <laughs> no, just I went uh, along head the, nod. Uh, I went along the fermentation route, and I'm uh, honestly I'm going basic this time, very basic, like the most basic. Uh, and so our culture corner is is for people to be able to uh, enjoy or take part in Korean culture from where they are, right? Right. So I have brought a basic recipe for the sauce that you need to make to make kimchi i love it that's great i mean okay. if you make the sauce are you not also okay because the only time i've made kimchi i made the sauce at the same time as actually like using the cabbage but you don't have to you can then add no, it to other vegetables you... and other things yeah so i mean the the basic the basic kimchi is white cabbage kimchi the big napa cabbage like that big old hunk of a thing um but you can use this the sauce and you can use the same process on literally any vegetable you can kimchi fry anything <laughs> you like for real you, you really can kimchi fry anything. you shouldn't and kimchi fry everything but you, you can. shouldn't <laughs> but you can uh, <laughs> yes that's very true <laughs> um so because i i looked up um the recipe for my favorite kimchi which is cucumber kimchi oiz horbagi and it's basically the exact same thing that they put inside the cucumber that they put inside uh the napa cabbage to make yeah, it is, basic yeah. uh kimchi so so I will give a very basic recipe for anyone who would like to make their own kimchi. And actually, the ingredients are uh, very easy to find everywhere, except maybe one thing. But if you can shop online or, re- or if you can get to your local Asian supermarket, you'll be able to find it. No problems. So before you put the sauce on whatever you are kimchi um, you need to salt it. And that means you need to soak it in uh, in salt water in a brine um for at least a few hours if not like overnight um and that's just plain old sea salt and water for soaking it um and after you uh soak after you salt soak it you need to pour away all of that salt water and um try to kind of pat it down with towels that won't stick to it (laughs) Uh, you don't want paper, paper towels in your kimchi. <laughs> and then and then it's time for the sauce. And it's literally as simple as that. So to make a um, totally vegan version of the sauce, you will want uh, five to six cloves of garlic, which are grated. You will want um, a tablespoon or a teaspoon. Depends how much you like it of ginger. I wrote <laughs> teaspoon, but I thought I read tablespoon. I feel like- um, and now I can't remember. It- um maybe a teaspoon is quite strong I was it? gonna say ginger yeah. so a tape one so it's about one tablespoon of grated garlic which they say is about five to six cloves uh one teaspoon of grated ginger you will want uh three tablespoons of water and then depending on how spicy you want to make it 
you will want to put in one to five tablespoons of red pepper powder. And that's the one that you will probably want to go to your local Asian supermarket for. Um, but it, sh- it you'll be able to find it there. No, no questions, really. Um, and that's it. That's it for a very basic kimchi sauce. Um, you can, so a lot of people do add in like a fish sauce or a shrimp paste, um, but that then obviously makes it not suitable for vegetarians or vegans. Um, and you can also add in a kind of julienne, is that what they call it? Julienne, like very finely chopped uh, daikon radish, if you can find it, um, or uh, or you can add in um, finely chopped and we mean like in long strips, although it depends on the kimchi you're making, whatever yeah. vegetable you're using to make kimchi. Some people um, do cut them in little squares. Right. You can put in green onions as well. So like scallions, spring onions, Ooh, yeah. that kind of thing. Yeah. Like and uh, yeah, literally, literally whack it all over whatever vegetable you want to turn into kimchi. And um, Bob's your uncle. That's it. You want to stick it in a uh, an airtight container uh, to ferment you can eat it fresh if you want to um but if you want to let it ferment then you you'll you'll need to leave it for a little while to uh to do its thing inside an airtight container and um yeah how about it yeah it's, it's really easy to make like when you say it like that it's really easy to make kimchi actually it is i've made kimchi before i really enjoy making kimchi mm. i've made cucumber kimchi i've made mm. cabbage kimchi i've made radish kimchi and i think my favorite is radish. Um, but I think like p- the only thing is that when it's, if you do leave it in your fridge to ferment, like it can smell if you open yeah. your fridge, but if you like the smell of kimchi, it's not a problem. Yes. <laughs> I think like yeah. people complaining are people who have lived in like dorms and things like that. So yeah, it, yeah. that, that can irritate them. Um, yeah. yeah and they start mentioning like that it's vegan. And I do want to say for vegans and vegetarians traveling in Korea, yeah. Pretty much all of the kimchi in this country is not vegan. Mm-hmm. So if you go to a restaurant and you're like, oh yeah, I'm vegan. I can eat the kimchi. Like 90% of the time there is going you to probably be anchovy paste in it. Yeah. Um, but they're probably not going to tell you because they usually buy it from markets and those people make it homemade and they don't really know exactly what goes in there. Um, right. You can buy a, a pre-made kimchi that is um, vegan. It's called young bun kimchi. Y-A-N-G-B-A-N. And they do tend to sell those in like Korean marts abroad. Okay. And then you can also buy it on Amazon, I think. Hmm. And if you are a vegetarian or vegan and you want to have more exposure to Korean cooking, um, I bought a book called Korean Vegetarian. You can buy it on Amazon and it's really, really good. My actually, I, and they have kimchi recipes in there and mine is like stained red because I would oh, really? read it while I was making kimchi, wearing making my kimchi. kimchi gloves and I like turning it. the pages. So yeah, That's great memories. Mm-hmm. I had Thanks. one more note I wanted to say. Oh yes. Yeah. Um, so for anyone who has never fermented anything before, oh my God, wear gloves. Uh, oh yes. Yeah. Wear gloves if you're making, <laughs> I made that mistake. If you're using your hands while you make kimchi, which is the best way to make it, um, you should wear gloves. Otherwise your hands will be stained and they will smell For like ages. The, garlic, the, the kimchi, yeah. Garlic and Ginger, the spicy radish, whatever. Uh, but also if you are fermenting it and you're not eating it super fresh and you want to ferment it for a while, you need to burp it. Um, like yeah, a baby. it gets like foamy. You need to, 
you need to burp your kimchi because it will it will I mean the gases the it fermentation process bubbly will, will get all the, the the gases that will build up inside yeah and if you don't burp it if you open it if you if you want to ferment it for like three four weeks when you open it it's just going to explode because of the gases build up so if you are fermenting for a long time <laughs> make sure you burp your kimchi <laughs> and I learned a- that tip I, I don't know if she listens but Shell if you're listening I learned that from your kimchi burping di- disaster um- <laughs> <laughs> that's not like that's like a lot that's like quite a while because I'm right yeah I, that's not like one month that's a couple months I think right uh I think so Cause I definitely yeah. have kept mine like for a month and it didn't explode, but it does, it does start to get this kind of white. Yeah. Bubbly. All of the things in there are just yeah. sitting <laughs> on top of each other. Gotta just, mm-hmm. yeah. Yeah. Wake it up. A bit. I think, I think I might be wrong or maybe I'm thinking of someone else. She might have accidentally left it out in Ooh. the sunshine. Oh no, um, which would have made it worse. <laughs> but I might be wrong about that, or that might be something else, or someone totally different entirely. But either way, um, if you are fermenting it for a long time, make sure that you open it every now and then so that you can let those gases out. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. There we go. Thank you. Have some kimchi at home. You're welcome. Oh, kimchi at home. Mm-hmm. That that sounds like the name of a podcast, kimchi at home or a book. <laughs> it does. Okay. <laughs> All right. Are you ready to? I am. I'm guessing, I'm assuming you didn't go down this route. So I'm very interested. Okay. Do you see why I meant about riled up? I was more kind of going for like the whole spicy, like. I'm yes. Yeah. That was, (laughs) was that was my brain. It was like an RJ gag. (laughs) Yeah. Dad joke. I'm I'm full of them. Absolutely full of them. No, mine is not in that direction. And the title of my. Segment. uh, Saying my episode is the 21st century of bullshit (laughs) oh yogurt I'm not even gonna I'm not even gonna explain why I'm just gonna jump into the story okay will we get why we got yes we got a lot of things to cover so I'm just gonna head right right. in and you'll get what I'm you'll get the yogurt right at the beginning all right I'm ready there is a chairman and his name is Hong Won Shik, and he is the chairman of one of South Korea's biggest dairy companies. It's called Bulgaris. He resigned over a scandal because his company was accused of spreading misinformation. This was like last year or two years ago that okay. its yogurt helped prevent coronavirus infections. Okay. So Namyang financed research and it aggressively Namyang is like, um, how can I say, I think it like, uh, it was like the owner of the dairy company. Mm-hmm. Um, they aggressively promoted through the media that it's Bulgaris yogurt drinks were effective in lowering the risk of coronavirus infections. So after that happened, their stock price rose, of course, Before the Korean Ministry of Food and Drug Safety sued the company for false advertising, saying that their research was dubious and that it never involved any animal testing or clinical trials. So the CEO of Namyang, uh, Lee Kwang-bum, also offered to resign. So alongside the Bulgaris chairman. Uh, yeah. following like a huge public uproar, which is interesting because I never heard, I, I heard I never about heard anything. lots of people saying like, I, you know, we talked even about the moon bears, like the 
people yeah. from the moon bear farm saying they can cure coronavirus. It seemed like it the was bile and yes, the yeah. But I guess for like one of the biggest dairy companies to say that's a big mistake, obviously. Mm. So uh Bum, <laughs> it's this just team. a massive reach. I know. Come on. Like the biggest reach. If that's true, then how would it like we were all drinking and eating Bulgaris products before? So how can anybody buy into that? Because if they worked, we wouldn't have gotten right. COVID. <laughs> but people are dumb, as we know. Were they saying it was preventing it or helping? They you said get that it, from it, it helped you not get infected. Oh. So if you but but again, that makes no sense. Because people a bunch of people <laughs> were drinking and eating Bulgaris food. So yeah, right. So the Namyang CEO, Lee Kwang-bum, said he'll take all responsibility by stepping down. Oh, no, no, sorry. Not, not uh, Lee Kwang-bum. Um, Hong Won-shik, the chairman. Um, so uh-huh. he stepped down as chairman and he promised not to pass on management rights to his children, which, as we know, is a very criticized practice in South Korea's family-owned businesses. So this was a very, mm-hmm. very big, grand, noble, but not so noble gesture that he made. Mm-hmm. So thinking about this and how common it is in common it is in Korea for these upper class people to just freaking lie. I was like, let's yeah. just go into the history of Korean lies and let's just look at some <laughs> big lies of recent years, essentially. Okay. So the biggest oh, lie I'm looking forward to this. This is great. The biggest phony baloney of the past five years. What is it? Uh oh no. Um come on. Of the last five years? Okay. Even 10 years. I would but, I would place this as the biggest oh, nonsense. But now I'm like, now I'm like <laughs> Park and Hay. Park and Hay. Let's just get it out of the way. The president. The lie? Oh yes. Oh, that's yes. she I mean like, phony the whole, the whole thing. Yes. Yeah. So okay. I think a lot of people who like I thought you were giving me us. a hint. I was like, what did she say that like I, I don't know? What? No, As I mean, in, uh, I thought you were giving me a hint to something she claimed. Oh, no, I mean, rather than just it was her in general. <laughs> her lies. Yeah. So I think a lot of people. Phony baloney. Yeah, basically. I, I think a lot of people who interact with Korean culture abroad, like they know mm. that she was impeached and they mm. know she got into a lot of trouble, but they don't mm-hmm. know exactly what she did. So I'm going to talk yeah. about it today. Awesome. So in 2016, South Korea saw the start of a massive corruption scandal, and it involved its political and business elite, and it brought down its first, the country's first ever female president, Park Geun-hye. Mm-hmm. The scandal really centered on her relationship with a very old friend of hers, whose name is Choi Soon-shil, yeah. and it brought to the surface all kinds of allegations of cult activities, influence peddling, and <laughs> leaks of classified information. So in order to understand what happened in 2016, we have to go back a little bit. So in 1974, Park Geun-hye's mother was killed by a North Korean assassin, and she was 22 years old at the time. So she became a stand-in for the first lady of her widowed father, who was, of course, a military leader, Park Chung-hee, one of the most notorious presidents. Mm -hmm. Um, If you don't know him, he has a kind of Chairman Mao reputation where he pushed industrial progress on Korea. So, um, a lot of the older people admire him, but like he had very, very corrupt labor laws and he had very unequal, you know, class systems and things like that. So it's, it's kind of the same where they only see the progress and Mm. what his kind of, um, how can I say what his reforms 
achieved rather than the means of which they were achieved. So Mm -hmm. the younger generation who wasn't involved at that does not obviously like him. Um, so he's very, he's a very, uh, controversial figure in Korean history. Mm -hmm. And so when Park was young president, uh, Park she got to know a person called Che Tae Min, and he was a pseudo Christian cult leader. And mm-hmm. he is actually called the <laughs> Korean Rasputin uh, <laughs> yeah. because he was very influential. And he became a very close family friend with the Parks, and he became her mentor, um, which is very, very like Rasputin. <laughs> um, so obviously, he assumed considerable, or he. Uh, amassed considerable wealth and power. Yeah. Five years after the death of her mother, her father was assassinated in 1979. Mm -hmm. Um, so by this point she had no family. Uh, I mean, no mother and father, they were both assassinated, which is tragic in itself. Um, and she became very, very good friends with the trays and specifically Che Taemin's daughter, and so when president park became president, she was her advisor. Okay. So yeah. 2016, Che is her advisor, Park is president. Yeah. And although we can't know exactly what happened between the two and everything that went on in their daily lives and their relationships, critics, you know, believe that Trey basically perpetuated her father's habits. Um, a lot of media reports suggested that, um, president Park was having shaman rituals at the presidential Mm -hmm. compound under Trey's influence, although they denied that. Um, but basically I think she was just very controlling of president park and she was very deep in, in her psyche. (laughs) Yeah. So in February, 2018, sorry, it's so predatory. Like this, I know she's done awful things, but this like for this young woman whose parents have both been killed yeah, and then they swoop in and just fill her brain with. It's sad because Gross. they, and the same with Rasputin, they actually believe that they actually believe in their own power. Mm. That's kind of like the saddest part as well is like, I think the Trays, they really believe that they have this connection to other right. worlds and, mm-hmm. and to God. And it's like, how can you, you they, they might not have even known that they were corrupting her, which is right. Right. I, I mean, mean, they, they did. Thought they, they thought what they were doing was what they were supposed to do. Yeah. Right. Even though they, they were doing her got the rewards. Well, you know? <laughs> yeah. All right. So in February, 2018, Trey Soon Chu was sentenced to 20 years in jail for corruption, influence peddling and abuse of power. She was found guilty of her, of using her position to solicit favors for her daughter as well. So Che was found to have used her presidential connections to pressure conglomerates, including electronics giant Samsung, who we'll get to Mm -hmm. in a minute, for (laughs) millions of dollars in donations to two nonprofit foundations, which, of course, she owned and controlled. Mm -hmm. And Park has also been accused of colluding with Che in this matter and giving her unauthorized access to government and state documents. (laughs) So... (laughs) Uh, so uh, after <laughs> President Park lost her presidential immunity, she was charged with bribery. She was charged with abusing state power and leaking state secrets. Both mm-hmm. women denied wrongdoings in all of their trials, and they had both apologized, but they never said what they were apologizing yeah. for. 
So Trey said she had committed, and this is a quote, an unpardonable crime. <laughs> Although her lawyer was like, that's not an admission of guilt. That's not an admission of guilt. Don't care. <laughs> and then she's Park committed. Huh? She, she says she's commi- committed an unpardonable crime. But she's not said what it is. So her oh, lawyer was like, okay. you can't charge her. That's not guilt. Oh, and right, then Park right. admitted that she committed lapses and she apologized to the public for causing, and this is also a quote, national concern. Again, neither of them actually <laughs> ever confessed to what they were doing. Mm-hmm. But yes. So um, let's talk a little bit about Samsung. So more mm-hmm. lies, Samsung baloney. Okay. <laughs> so Samsung was one of eight firms that admitted making payments to the foundation of Che that I mentioned earlier, mm-hmm. but they denied it in return for favors. So they deny that they donated money in return for something else from the government, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, in August 2017, you probably remember this, Samsung's de facto head, his name is E.J. Young. He was jailed for five years for bribery and embezzlement. He was actually freed in February of the following year, which is just <laughs> more baloney, after an appeals court reduced and suspended his sentence, which is a very common running theme among these wealthy families, mm-hmm. as we'll see. Um, so E was convicted of overpayments of 43 billion won or 30, nearly $37 million, or for you, nearly about over 30 million pounds. Yeah. Made to Trey's foundations, which is a ridiculous amount of money. <laughs> and yeah. another huge like the foundation. Thing, what were the foundations for? Well, she called them charities, but they were mm-hmm. all under her control. I, I think they were, I don't even know exactly, but just, uh, okay. Let me see if I wrote it down. <laughs> they were just nonprofits. I think they were. Yeah. I don't know exactly for what, but nonprofits, like something to give back to society, like some, but she was keeping on the money for herself. Million, I mean, millions <laughs> of dollars and what, what else she was doing, which maybe you remember. Um, mm-hmm. So, and this is also another thing that got EJ Young of Samsung in trouble was he gave a horse and several million dollars to assist the equestrian career of Trey's daughter. Do you remember that? Oh, he like uh, fully funded her equestrian career. That rings a bell. It, it does ring a bell. Yeah. And the reason is that, you know, prosecutors accused E of approving these payments and gifts because he wanted to get government support for a major restructuring of Samsung. So okay. the reason that Samsung was involved in all of this was because he knew that if he helped the government, then they were going to help fund his restructuring of the company, which mm-hmm. is going to cost a huge amount of money. Mm-hmm. Um, he was also found guilty during the investigation of hiding assets overseas. Classic. Um, he <laughs> concealed criminal proceeds and perjury. So he was accused of lots of things, but he was only in jail for like five months. <laughs> a bunch of other people throw all of these. Yeah, but he came out in a wheelchair, didn't he? Did he? <laughs> Probably went in one as well. I know they always do. Oh, I know. Oh, I'm crying. I didn't know that. <laughs> I, sat, I sat in a room which probably isn't in an actual prison, but even if it is in an actual prison, it's probably really nice. It's probably got a carpet and a TV and everything I need in it. I almost spit into my microphone. My 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 one room is probably bigger than like half of <laughs> in the half of the the, the the apartments of half of the people that live in Seoul. Yes, I, more than half. <laughs> ridiculous it's probably like an actual suite 
I kind of, I, yeah, I think, I think it is probably. <laughs> so these three people were like, I'm shaking my head for anyone who, <laughs> I mean, I say anyone who can't see, no one else can see except Dali. I'm shaking my head. <laughs> so while these three key players are being investigated, a host of other players, um, have either Entered been the game <laughs> implicated. Yeah. Yeah. Good game. Uh, implicated, mm-hmm. investigated or jailed in connection with the wide reaching scandal. So a lot of Samsung executive, um, lots of figures in the entertainment world, a former minister, presidential aides, many presidential aides at uh, university officials that had a relationship with Trey's daughter mm-hmm. and former associates like Trey's daughter herself. Um, there was also, uh, oh, so Trey's daughter, her name is, uh, Chung Yuda. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. And so she was the receiver of this gift horse and she was actually extradited to South Korea from Denmark in early <laughs> 2017, but she's not been detained. Okay. I mean, I, is a horse still in Denmark? <laughs> I don't think so. I think it's here. I don't know. Actually, I, I, I should have made this whole episode nice about the horse. The horse. Yeah. <laughs> you know what? I know nothing about the equestrian world in Korea. I just know that on the way home from our old school, or your current school in Gangnam, there's an equestrian store. There's a big old fancy shop. I know that um, one of the international schools in Incheon, uh, one of their PE classes, one or like they go, they do horse riding in one of their PE classes. Wow. Yeah. It's a big old fancy one. Super expensive. I mean... I don't actually know much about, so like in my mind, equestrian is like the horse, like that, the little, the little like horse tricks, but is, is horse racing associated with equestrians? No, right. The word equestrian is just anything to do with horses, but that's not what I mean. I mean, like the, like when you say that you do the sport, the sport is like the horse, like the own the owner of the horse doing tricks it's not it has no relationship with racing that's dressage okay so equestrian is all of it equestrian is just like the descriptor for anything to do with oh then i horses. know something about equestrian in korea because they have huge horse races in the south i've been to the horse track i don't support got- that but i've been there hmm. oh yeah and of course there are the horses on jeju i know about the horses on jeju it's in squid game man come on is it Oh, yeah, that's yes. where he loses oh, all oh, his money. <laughs> I thought you meant the horses in. I thought you meant the horses in Jeju is on. No, they're very. It's, they're very big on, it's not. Yeah, they're very big yeah, on you're horse right, gambling actually. in Korea. That's very true. Well, I, here uh, and I'll just. <laughs> yeah, you're a middle-aged man. I'm okay, not. let me let me go back to surprise the story. So Trey, <laughs> Trey and E have been convicted, mm-hmm. but most of the attention is on Park. And it's still on President Park, which is understandable. Yeah. Yeah. But actually, I think Che and he had almost a bit more. I mean, they were very, like you said, I don't know. Did you say dubious? Uh, I didn't say manipulative. Dubious, you called them manipulative. Manip- yeah. yeah. So for most South Koreans, the former president who's been, you know, at the center of one of the country's biggest scandals ever, she still has a lot to answer for. But mm-hmm. in. A shocking turn of events. The president Moon Jae-in, um, who will not be president in about a month's time, mm-hmm. um, he pardoned her. Yeah, they are not in the same party; they're in opposing parties. So she was actually sentenced to a 22-year prison 
term for a vast corruption scandal was essentially the defining tagline of her of her term or the, her mm-hmm. reason. And he pardoned her. So um, the reason that he pardoned her, well, you know, aside to give votes for this <laughs> recent election for his party was that mm-hmm. she'd been hospitalized three times um, in 2021, I believe, or 2020 mm-hmm. due to chronic shoulder and lower back pain. Um, and also was South Korea's first female prime minister. Her name is Han Myung-suk. And she served a two-year prison sentence from 2015 to 2017 for bribery. And she was also exonerated uh, for her crimes by the government on Friday. So they were making a lot oh, of moves. Just just recently. Mm-hmm. Oh, fr- okay. I said Friday. Sorry, I said Friday. That would have been, that was from an article. Yeah, so uh, they were, that? I think he he gives his pardons on the 31st of December. Or the like, right, very close to the end of December, and they're usually pardoned on the first of January, like, and then they'll they'll leave they'll leave prison soon after that. Yeah, it's it like, a, like a like a New Year's it's like a New Year's thing. Yeah, like it's like a New Year's pardon thing. Yes, yes, yeah. So that is not necessarily out of the goodness of Moon's heart. That was to try and get his party elected into office, which failed by less than one percent of a voting oh, it's difference. a joke okay now if we're talking about phony baloney this election is phony baloney like i mean okay is it? it's an election i know but i cannot believe that they can accept a result and put someone in and and like i just maybe it's because of the way it's done in in my country it's so it's different like you wouldn't you wouldn't have the party in power if they they win with less than one percent it was like 0.6% that they like something like 200,000 votes between them. Like you wouldn't, the party would not gain majority. They wouldn't be in power if they, if they got that, they would have to find another party to rule with them or like they would have to probably do it again. I I just can't, it, it blows Mm -hmm. my mind that they can accept a result that is this close. I don't think I know enough about like, the UK, but I think Korea follow. Actually, I don't even know enough about Korea, but like in an American situation, it's just the president that doesn't have anything. Uh, uh, are we similar? I don't know. Anyways, honestly, when they so when they counted are the, all the votes days. at the end, when they counted all the votes at the end, he had only two hundred thousand more. Oh no, I understand what you're saying. I'm kind yeah. of trying to understand, like. Does it actually affect the the people sitting in Congress? Like, or is it just the president? Like, I don't actually know. Um, Mm. But I think like from an American perspective, like a vote is a vote and a win is a win. Like we've had so many close calls in our own country. And I know you have too. That is kind of like, yeah. Where do you draw the line? Because someone's going to be upset either way. Yeah. I have one final scandal. Let's see if this brings back any memories for you. All right. Okay. Also, oh, it's recent. All right. You missed. Me. What did you say? Joguk. Oh. Oh. <laughs> hang on. Yeah. 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 This Joguk. Right? Guys, this was all anyone freaking talked about in 2009. I His know. face was inescapable. He was everywhere. 2019. 2019. Yeah. Okay. So let me introduce Joguk to everybody. 
I don't think I ever truly understood it back then. Or maybe I had a period where I didn't understand it. And then I tried to understand it and I did. And I've just forgotten because I was so sick and tired of hearing about it. Let me tell you. Okay. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. In his political career, Chokuk was embroiled in a number of scandals, including plagiarism and tax delinquencies. But more significant scandals came from his pending nomination as the Minister of Justice, which was what happened in 2019, mostly concerning Chogook's illicit business activities and falsification of the academic achievements of his daughter. So many countries and many people will be well aware of this and very familiar. So there are lots of other allegations of corruption under public scrutiny, and Chukuk was a very prolific, self-righteous critic of corruption. Um, so he was labeled, you know, obviously as a massive hypocrite, and there was even a word named after him. It's called Zoronambul, which means it's romance if it's done by Joe, but adultery if done by others. <laughs> That's Let ridiculous. me say that one more time. Jodo Nambur. It's a romance if it's done by Cho, but adultery if it's done by others because you're such a freaking hypocrite. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> so on September 10th, 2019, shortly after Jogook's nomination hearing, his wife, whose name is Chung Kyung Shim, was officially indi- indicted, 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 indicted for forgery of a document did, by the, huh? I think it's indicted. Oh, yeah. There's just the silency. Yeah. Indicted for forgery of a document by the prosecutor's office. So prior to the charges and during the hearing, when asked what should happen if his wife should face the charges, Chokuk actually said his wife should be held accountable to the fullest extent of the law and that he would not resign from his nomination. He was like, bye, wife. Hang on. So was this before was this before it came out that he was that he was involved as well? No, but no, uh, but she had, she had like literally forged a document. So like they had like solid evidence of her. So this was both of them tied in together and they were kind of like, what are you, what are you going to do? Like, you've got your own thing going on and your wife is now like in trouble. And he just said, I'm, you know, I'm not going (sighs) to resign yet. And you can just send her to prison. So in December, 2020, she was found guilty and she was sentenced to four years in prison. And she was also fined 500 million. (laughs) Are we sure it's romance? It was done by Cho. Wow. Well, that, but that's the point. I know. Yeah. (laughs) That's the point of the joke. Like, it's not like he's saying it's romance, but it's not. Mm. So, uh, yeah, I remember like there was a huge thing about him being handsome. (laughs) hang on now i need to look at this people were like weird about it he was by the way so he announced his resignation of um minister of justice over uh, these allegations on october 14th so he's done he's out of the picture his wife is in prison and blah blah <laughs> but there All was right, like, i understand the handsome thing because people were really divided and people were really like going on i i had a friend from uh hungary who was living in korea at the time and she would be like uh, I don't know. He's handsome. I'm like, oh my god, he's not handsome enough to like get away with all so this terrible Bundy, stuff. Apparently, stop it. Gross. Like, I know. That's but a little. You know bit what I mean? <laughs> a little bit, but a criminal's a criminal. Ooh. Um. Do you know what Ted Bundy did to the women that he killed? 
<laughs> I, yeah, I know. There's I'm some criminals worse than others. Like Joe I know. Luke, you can steal all my money. Just don't. I wouldn't even say what <laughs> I, I know. I know. But so, yeah, I know what you're saying. The point I'm making is if handsome face doesn't change what right. someone's done. Yeah. yeah. Come on. He's not even that handsome. Joe I mean, right. Okay, so just to recap, you, some names you need to know in modern Korean history, Park Geun-hye, the impeached president, Choi uh, Soon-shin, her advisor, who was like into like culty stuff, Cho Guk, the um, former minister of justice uh, who forged his daughter's documents and his wife, and uh, E, oh crap, what's his name? E J Young of Samsung. Young. EJ okay. Young of Samsung. So yeah, these are important names to know. And uh, you might, you know, y- if you go and talk to a, a South Korean person about these names, you will get different opinions. There were mm-hmm. people who supported them pretty evenly on both sides. I think listening to yeah. Hannah, you know which side uh, we are on. <laughs> <laughs> yes. <laughs> so as usual, I have a question for you. Okay. So President Park was charged on, uh, she was charged, she was found guilty of 16 out of 18 charges that she was accused mm-hmm. for. So despite her failing health, do you think she should have been pardoned? No. Mary agrees. <laughs> I don't know if they got that little growl. The I heard it. <laughs> he doesn't like, he doesn't like corruption. No, I don't, I don't think so. I, I don't, I mean. Uh, she she was she was receiving treatment in hospital and again she probably had a a a bit of a cushy bit of a cushy place in prison there um better than the living conditions of probably quite a lot of people in her country so no I don't think that she should have been pardoned like and not particularly not this soon what was it like what's that five years six years and she was supposed to do 22 she didn't even do half of her sentence mm. do you know what I mean mm. I don't I don't think not she, even close she barely pardoned. even did a quarter right so yes there we go no I don't think so did you lose any respect for Moon Jae-in when he pardoned her yeah yeah I did yeah, yeah. I mean I can understand her. I can understand why he did it knowing it's a political move rather than a, a personal or, or do you know what I mean like a that kind of move mm. but um but I, yeah, I did. I feel like as mm. someone who came in directly after her and who who had at least, I don't, so I don't really follow Korean politics, um, but to me, he had a, a, a good image. Um, he had a, a good, clean image. Um, and, uh, you know, to come in as that face, that that nice like clean face trying to fix things after after the corruption uh, that she committed like i i just think that to the I, yeah yeah definitely i lost i lost uh, a little bit of respect for him i think he had a clean image as a person but his uh, mm. political career was very murky and actually some of his mm-hmm. decisions right mm, yeah, I, don't, I lost respect yeah. for him in multiple ways, but but I think he's I think he's a good person. Obviously, yeah. I don't know him, but right. I mean, and he also 
he also exonerated the crimes of Han Myung Suk. So, right. Well, and you know, it's all phony baloney because the new president, uh, Yoon Suk Yeol. Yeah. He okay. So he was a uh, um, what's it called? Prosecutor. Uh, yes, and he was the main prosecutor for Park Geun Hye. But he, yeah. he's in the same political party as her, but he played a very yeah. large part in putting her into prison. Yeah. But then obviously he need like her supporters are in his same political party. So he needed yeah. votes for this recent election. Mm-hmm. And he was saying like when she was exonerated in December, he was saying like, oh, I miss you so much. I'm so mm-hmm. happy you're healthy. I was so worried about you, friend, like just so much butt kissing. When I think it was literally was the one who put, I mean, he helped put her in right. prison. <laughs> well, he, he had such a hard stance against corruption too, you know, he um, really liked and that's what, that's, at the beginning. That's what he was like, famous for. And that's mm-hmm. why I think people probably liked him because he had such a hard stance against corruption. Um, yeah. But yeah, it literally till I think it's literally uh, just a few days ago, or if not last week, he <clears> met <throat> um, President Park. And uh, mm. he apologized to her and uh, he's apparently going to help her get back into politics. Did you hear what he uh, has a very big plan for? Uh, moving the location of his, of the, like the government meetings and stuff. Oh, um, no, more exciting than that. It was announced oh, yesterday. No. no, I, no, I, what? No, I haven't heard this. He wants to get rid of the traditional Korean age. Oh yes, yes, I did see that. Yeah. So he said for those of you who don't know, and it's uh yes, go, go on, you explain it. Yeah. For those of you who don't know, age calculation in Korea is the year it is now minus the year you were born plus one. So at some point before your birthday, in the beginning of the year, you're two years older, and then after your birthday, you're always one year older. So right now in American age, I'm 27. My birthday is in September. So in Korea, I'm 29 right now. And mm-hmm. I'll be 29 until next January 1st. So you're always yeah. two or one year older than you actually are, which yeah. has a very big effect on things in Korea. Yeah, it does. But also uh, it caused a lot of problems during coronavirus because they would kind of set it as international age for one thing. Like yeah. you need to, you need to <laughs> it was like international age for one thing, but it was Korean age for another thing. So you couldn't get oh, the vaccine amazing. unless you were uh, Korean age 19 or like Korean age 20, but then you had to be international age. If you were 18 in international age or older, you had to show a vaccine pass when you went into a restaurant or something like that, which meant that there were, there were a year or a year and a half worth of people uh, kind of stuck in the middle who like, they should have just said vac- like if you were born, they couldn't year. get the vaccine, but they also didn't have a vaccine pass to show, even though they were of an age where they had to show it. Um, <laughs> So uh, I think apparently that's played a big part in that as well. It's such a simple solution. You just say, if you were born in this year, like you don't need to say yeah. the age. <laughs> but <laughs> but really it's also but it's also confusing because then in school, you you, you also have like the baden people. So like people who were born before, like the, it's like, because it's also about like the lunar thing as well. So if you're born in like January or February, you can enter school along with the people who were born the year before you. But technically, so so like you and I are born in 94, 
if someone was born in 95 in January or February, they would still be considered the same age as us, but then sometimes they're considered, it's also confusing that way. Sometimes that happens in America too. So I don't really know. Yeah, (laughs) that's true. (laughs) I'm very young for my age group. I mean, I'm, I'm at the cutoff point, but I'm a little bit later than it should have been. So I don't know what it is exactly. You're young in like the year sense, like the calendar year, but you're old. You're one of the oldest in the school year. Not in, not in my school year. Really? No, I'm the youngest. Like I was always the youngest in my, in my year. Oh, see, you would have been one of the oldest in England. Mm-mm. The first of September is see, like the start of the. If I was put at the. Yeah, the class below me, then I would have been, but I'm, but it's, I did. Oh, so you're, oh, yeah. So you're like Baden. <laughs> yeah. yeah you, you I'm like Baden. A year but earlier than you had to. I don't know exactly why. I think just different schools and what, and you know, whatever. But interesting. Maybe because I had a sister in the school system already. So I don't know. Mm-hmm. But um, helping my mom out <laughs> <We're> <laughs> us at the same time. Um, that's yeah, I, I feel like if changing just, the uh, just to international age in about years, everything would be easier. But whatever. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah. So that that's a very, very big culturally thing, cultural thing to get rid of. So that will be mm. interesting if they do to see what happens. I think, um, I mean, like you said, it's a very, very big thing culturally. So I think culturally they can't get rid of it. But when but it comes to official, it. when it comes to official things, um they will I think that yeah I think they, they could get rid change. of it and make everything I think they could change socially because they really hate it and I think like it takes off an enormous amount of pressure especially for younger Koreans so mm. even if like the older generation is like okay whatever I think young people will push it if it actually goes through I think young people will be like no I'm not 29 I'm 27 like because they have all these I was just talking yeah. to someone about it today about how stressed she is because of her age True. Yeah. I mean, I guess as well, like when something becomes official, like it's a legal thing, you are legally this age and you're not (laughs) technically any other age. I mean, it will die out eventually. There's no room to argue. (laughs) It'll, it'll, it will die out because people, they won't be measuring age based on your year of birth anymore. They'll be measuring age based on the day, month and year that you're born. So yeah, it might not even happen. Eventually, eventually. That's right. It's true. <laughs> We're talking so, about this. Might not even happen. Mm. Let's wait and see. Mm-hmm. President Yoon. We'll find out. When does he? Uh, when is he? What's it called? Inaugurated. Sometime in May. When? President Yoon yes. in This is uh, both googling at the same time. <laughs> mm-hmm. May tenth. May 10th. Okay. He invited President Park and Hay to his inauguration <laughs> ceremony on May 10th. Yep. <laughs> I don't know why I went to Homer, Homer Simpson. <laughs> oh, anyways. All right. Thanks very much. That wow, was a okay. lot of baloney. One of the headlines, I'm just the last thing I'm going to say. Okay. In the US news is South Korea's incoming president faces backlash from BTS fans. As if that's like enough to make US <laughs> news. Can we please pay attention right. to the fact that he invited President Park or that he's going to get rid of the age system? Yeah, I know, right. <laughs> As if BTS fans are like their own separate government. <laughs> they kind of I mean, are. They, have, they, they, they have a lot of power. 
That's true. Mm, <laughs> they do. They have scary. a lot of power. Ooh. Yeah, I know. Right. Okay. It's because uh, it's because they <laughs> they confirmed that the BTS wouldn't be performing at the inauguration. That's why. Yeah. Who cares? But I mean, like knowing what they're like, it they probably wouldn't want to anyway. Oh no 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 no! I'm sure they rejected mm. it. Right. Yeah. <laughs> awesome. Thank you very much. Okay. Thank you. Information. I think that's very uh, that's very good. Very good for people to know, and it's reminded me of a lot of things that have happened too. Jungkook, never forget. <laughs> and never forget Joro Nambur. Joro Nambur. When your friend is being a hypocrite. If you say that, Joro. you are going to blow Joro them away. Joro. Joro, like Joguk Romancer. Oh, because he was Joguk, not Choguk. Yeah, but they always Joguk. wrote it Choguk, didn't they? Yeah. There's Joro actually Nambur. no Cho, like it's always Jo. Jo, right. Joro Nambur. My cat is having a screaming fit, so it's time for me to go. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> for their emphasis there all right thank you so uh, much yeah cool I, I will spend about three minutes saying thanks and bye um cool we haven't done this in a while where can we find you allison oh uh you can find me at pinpointkorea.com or on instagram and facebook at pinpoint.korea yeah cool where can cool. we find you uh i'm on instagram at hannah underscore intl or if you want to uh follow my art uh you can find me on instagram at uh by hannah lou that's hannah h-a-n-n-a-h-l-o-u by hannah Lou. awesome thanks there we go cool what's on your mind yes (laughs) and you you already know where we are I genuinely have to stop my cat from screaming. So, okay. (laughs) All right. We'll see you guys next week. Okay. Bye. Bye.